Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. What's going on, guys? It's Dave Mormon here. I wanted to give you a front row seat to hear my interview here with my good friend, Andrew Littlejohn. Uh, Andrew lives in Vancouver, British Columbia, here in Canada, and he has had success uh, growing his local carpet cleaning business. He's got multiple trucks. He's got a manager that runs that business for him. And he is just a legend in the home service cleaning space here in Canada. So he's actually pivoting directions and creating a whole new franchise called Skunky's Junk Removal. And he comes into the studio here on my podcast to tell us how he is growing his junk hauling business. Uh, he's going with the franchise model and they are growing very quickly. Um, he's just launched his location here in Vancouver, BC, Canada, and he's got a couple locations down in the States. And so he is just a high powered entrepreneur. I wanted you guys to hear my chat with him because he's just a very wise guy and he brings years of experience into the home service industry and entrepreneurship. So enjoy my talk with Andrew Littlejohn. And I'm sure it will bring you guys some value. And we are live. Awesome. Uh, welcome, everybody, the viewers. I want to welcome you to another episode. I've got uh, a good friend of mine, Andrew Littlejohn, uh, repping in the house from uh, not only Alpha Carpet Cleaning, but now uh, Skunky's Junk Removal. Andrew, how are you doing today? Good, David. How about you? I'm doing good, man. I know you've been on uh, uh, for an interview before, I think earlier in the year. So it's good to, you know, I know a lot has changed, especially in 2020 in the last bunch of months. So wanted to uh, get all caught up with you and, and also kind of dig into this new business venture. So thanks for, for being a willing guest and uh, coming on to drop some uh, knowledge on our viewers here. Yeah, thanks for having me on, David. Awesome, man. So um, maybe give us just a bit of background. You know, um, I know you've got the carpet cleaning business going. So maybe kind of give us a, a few Coles notes on that and tell us uh, uh, kind of lead into your new business venture you've got going on. Sure. Yeah, no, I mean, ever since I was young, I've always uh, been interested in business. Um, you know, for Alpha Carpet and Duck Cleaning, I started that uh, about 16 years ago, roughly. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that for a while. Um, but, uh, yeah, in, during that time I was, uh, wanting to, you know, I've always been interested in other businesses and, uh, about, uh, four years ago, um, my, me and my family were looking at moving to the U S, uh, just for some, yeah, personal reasons, as well as I thought it was a good business opportunity to go down there. And, um, so I actually, yeah, I, I uh, was looking at what opportunities we could do. I looked at different businesses for sale, looked at several of them um, and nothing seemed to fit. Um, and I thought, let's try something different than carpet cleaning and duct cleaning. And uh, long story short, came up with uh, to do junk removal. 
and uh, went to Phoenix and started it from from zero. So, <laughs> wow! You said seventeen years carpet cleaning. Yeah, uh, just uh, just over yeah, just over sixteen years. Yeah, cool. Duck cleaning. Yeah. So. so you started carpet cleaning. You got that going. You want to? Uh, do you still eventually want to end up back in the states? I guess after COVID and everything, or what? What's the plan there? I don't think I'll live there, but um, we yeah, but definitely I'll be traveling back and forth. And uh, yeah, I've got like we you know I'm doing business there every day. So okay. we've got a, a two locations in the U.S. right now. So. Cool. So you kind of fell in love with the home services, carpet cleaning, but you also at the same time, I guess you saw a gap in the market of something that uh, like I is junk removal a thing in these locations, I'm guessing you're just kind of reinventing it, making it better. Is that what's happening? Yeah, like it's I mean, there's lots of companies there. There's lots of competition. Um, I was just what, what I was looking at, what would what would suit me and what would I be good at to, to do? And I love the service business. You know, I've I've learned with Alpha, you know, running multiple trucks and dealing with lots of different employees. And and I just looked at the junk removal business. It's exciting. Um, it's really simple and I love simplicity. So um, that was really attractive um, to, to go after. So that's sort of how it came up. Man, that's awesome. I think that's why we get along so good is we both love keeping things simple and not too complicated. And yeah. funny enough, we find ourselves both in the service the service industry. So yeah, um, you we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves, but you said you you love the home service industry. Is there is there maybe a couple points on that you could touch on that you know you've decided to make a career out of it? Uh, what what's a couple things you really like about it? Yeah, I mean it's it's basically I it doesn't really I don't really care if it's whether it's carpet or duct cleaning or junk removal. It's about the service. I love dealing with people. I love, uh, you know, so I love that, you know, customer interaction and, you know, giving that, making that customer, you know, really satisfied with our job and giving top-notch service and, um, you know, helping our employees, you know, work towards giving that awesome service. It's just, it's really rewarding. Um, and, you know, we get a lot more positive feedback than we do negative. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's, a, you know, it's, it's addictive to, to go after, so. Yeah, man, you feel those like reviews coming in, you know, your thing going ding. We actually just started with uh, with nice job. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they help collect reviews and they they automate checking up with your customer. And so our reviews have been growing the last month. And it's like it is what you said, addicting to like feel this like dopamine boost, like, oh, someone else loves our company that we started out of nothing. It's like a pretty cool feeling to, to have. Yeah. Absolutely, it is. So let's get into skunkies a little bit, man, because I, I know uh, we've talked about your carpet cleaning business before, um, so the viewers can always go back and get a refresher on that. But I kind of wanted this talk to be like, how did you build a successful business and then you've just like pivoted into something totally different? Because I think, I think we all know like the home service business, you need to know the technical aspect, but it's like, you're basically running like a back-end business of customer service that the front is like moving the junk or painting the house or cleaning the carpets, whatever it is. So um, how, how, like, tell us a little bit more about, about Skunkies, like what's the location, what's the structure, uh, fill it in for us a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, with I think with all business, it's the same concept, right? Like it's, whether it's duct cleaning carpets, junk removal, pressure washing, window cleaning, whatever, that is, I think it's like it's all the same. 
you know, you've got employees, you've still got problems, you've still got like, it all is, it's, uh, you know, in running a different business and running multiple locations for that, it's the same, you know, somewhat of the same issues or same successes that you'd have with, with running a carpet cleaning business. So, yeah, I mean, I, I uh, interesting, um, it's been an interesting journey. But um, for Skunkies, I had actually, when we were moving to the US, I was trying to figure out what to do. And um, my dad's best friend um, is, is in Washington. And I, was, I went and had lunch with him and I told him, I said, I'm gonna go, I'm moving to Phoenix. He's like, what are you gonna do? And I'm like, oh, I'm not sure yet, <laughs> but, yeah. but I'm moving there. And he's like, okay. And uh, I'm like, we should, um, uh, you should partner with me. And uh, he's like, absolutely. Uh, what are you gonna do? And I'm like, again, I'm like, I don't know. He's like, well, whatever you're gonna do, I'll partner with you. Wow. So yeah, long story short, he partnered with me and uh, ended up moving to Phoenix um, and starting it all from from zero. So wow. So um, you've got a partner then, I guess, who's who's uh, in Phoenix running the business. Is that or is he like no, a pilot no, partner? No, I run it all remotely um, myself. So I've got uh, managers in each area um, wow. in Phoenix and in Dallas. Uh, my partner, you know, he just yeah, he works with me on strategy and stuff like that. We've also just for. You know, not to get ahead of myself, but for Vancouver, we've taken on uh, a few other partners to grow it to a much bigger level. Um, so, so yeah, that's sort of where it's at. So you're in like this is high level, man. You're in Phoenix, you're in Dallas, and uh, Canada. At some point, are you going to keep February, this? February first, February one. Okay, yeah, nice. We're bringing, we're bringing trucks over. We're bringing two trucks uh, over in uh, by the end of December. Nice. So it's all, uh, yeah, I'm getting, preparing all that stuff right now. Man, I love that. More, uh, more Canadian business. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, and when, when did this start? Cause this is pretty recent, right? Uh, like for Vancouver or sorry for, for Phoenix, like your, your first location. When did, when was Skunky? So I, I went there in 2017, the summer, um, moved there, was there for about, uh, three weeks while we were, you know, we, we, uh, got a truck, built, put a website up. I seriously had zero business. Like didn't, I didn't know anybody. I, I, I knew, um, I have a cousin there. That's it. And, uh, wow. in a totally different industry. So I was, I just, just a funny story. I remember I was sitting in this restaurant and this, but this guy that was busting the tables was coming over and I was, I was asking him, I'm like, what cell phone company is a good company to use here? I was trying to figure out like, what cell phone do I get? What do I, you know, he's like, you know, telling me and, and um, he was a really nice guy, really helpful. I'm like, hey, uh, you should come and work for me. I just started yeah. junk removal business and I didn't have any work at that time at all. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he quit his job two days later and uh, and he came and <laughs> worked. Wow. And uh, through that, he was able to hire some some of his university buddies to to help us out when we did start to get work. Um, okay. So yeah, it was just, it was an, that was a, an exciting, exciting time lots of adrenaline going <laughs> yeah man that's so funny it it jogs my memory we were just at uh my wife and i went out to white spot uh, a couple nights ago and they like you park your car and they slide the table in i always wanted to try it and uh, i tried to hire the guy who was serving us too like alex was like oh i feel like you're gonna try hire him i'm like of course i am so i gave him my card he hasn't called me yet but i fingers crossed but it's just like when you see someone showing good service it's so transferable that it's like that could work in fill in the blank business so i think as like entrepreneurs we're always hunting it just takes a little bit of boldness to step out and and have those conversations yeah absolutely and it's and you know the 
uh, you know, the, with the business, it's the culture too. So like with this guy coming on, he was going to school to get his MBA and, uh, you know, and he ended up getting it and we still talk to this day. Um, and yeah, it was really, it was really cool though. Like he, you know, just from just wanting to come on and do junk removal, it's not all about junk removal. That's such a small part, part mm -hmm. of it. It's about relationships and, and yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like that's one of your secret ninja tricks, man, is like meeting people and making relationships, like whether that's LinkedIn or in person. I know we linked up on LinkedIn and like we're having coffee within the week and now we stay in touch. It's just like that is like how business works, I think. So pr yeah, pretty another, another thing too, David, is competitors, is getting to know your competitors. You know, we just purchased a, a competitor out in Phoenix. It was azjunkremoval.com. Um, and we did that three weeks ago, so we added that to, to Skunkies there. And uh, but those kind of relationships help us grow to get to know your competitors, and yeah, mm -hmm. and they'll they'll help you out when you need it, and vice versa. So yeah, I and I know on the carpet cleaning side, I want to say you've bought something like five plus businesses as well, right? Something yeah. in that room. Uh, six, yeah. Six, yeah. Like that's super cool. So that's another ninja ninja hack too. So. Because you're you're with Skunkies, you're basically providing the brand, the back end, uh, a support system. And so if you can have somebody come in who has the know-how, like if if you almost if they have a will and a drive, you can show them the way, like how to be successful. It sounds like. Yeah, absolutely, and that's what I enjoy working with each guy in each location to mm -hmm. you know help them succeed there. So. So I guess the the big question is like, is this thing franchising or are you growing like corporately? You hire a GM or territory manager, and how does it work? Yeah, so no, we're gonna franchise. We're we're in the process of it right now. That's why we've taken on the partners we have. Okay. Uh, they've got the you know the skill set, and they've taken it to those levels before. Okay. Uh, with their you know not in the same business, but in the you know with different businesses. So. Mm -hmm. Um, that's what we're working on. So Vancouver is like, because this is my home turf, I want to, yeah. what, what does it look like when I'm, you know, when we're here using our resources here and our contacts, uh, as well as the marketing that we pulled together, what is that going to look like um, and how successful will we, will we be here? So we're going to walk before we run, but, um, you know, we're, we're going through the process. We're starting to document everything. Uh, there's still a lot of systems to be built. You know, there's still... You learn a lot um, from running something remotely. You're like, uh, you know, you think you got it together, and then <laughs> yeah, you get a curveball, and it's it's not the case. So uh, yeah. you know, we're constantly working on stuff. Yeah. So um, I guess then 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 like by a, a franchisee has purchased the rights from you guys to operate. Is that is that what's happened? Yeah, it'll be by like um, postal code or zip code. So it'll be by okay. a certain population uh, in their market. Okay. And okay. there'll be a certain amount that's allowed in that market. Um, okay. And that's sort of how it'll be uh, how it'll be done. And then our scheduling okay. software will will um, be able to tell when somebody puts in a zip code, it'll be able to tell who that who that's uh, like what franchise that's uh, linked to. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So um, basically, these franchisees are paying an upfront fee to buy it, and then they pay an ongoing royalty for the support. Is that uh, that's how the the typical structure works, right? It is. Yeah. Okay. It is. Okay. And we're. I mean, what we're doing here, we're going to be able to like for Phoenix. Yeah, we've had success there, but I think like Vancouver is where we really want to prove it more. Um, just because we're right. I'm here, there would be 
yeah, like I'll be more involved in the day-to-day -day operations. So what, what does that look like? Um, and yeah, it'll be a, a, like our idea is a support system as a call center where we're taking the calls and booking those jobs. Um, mm -hmm. You know, because a lot of times when a guy's uh, a single operator on a truck, um, it's really hard to answer your phone while you're, you know, throwing a, a couch in the truck. <laughs> so. Yeah, man, I'm I'm sure the viewers can relate. We got a lot of people who will watch this who own small service businesses, you know, pressure wash, gutter clean, junk removal, painting. So, uh, yeah, when you're doing the actual task, it's really, you know, what Michael Gerber says to working on our business. It's hard to kind of carve out that time when the phone's ringing like crazy. So um, that, that's a good point. Um, we got a, a question in from Aurora Marketing here. They're saying, um, for Andrew, what is one or two big lessons you learned from carpet cleaning uh, that you've now applied to your junk removal business? So maybe we'll we'll hit that, and then uh, we got a couple more to to serve up for you. Sure, um, you know, definitely on the marketing front, it's it's the same same idea. Like there, are a lot of the same things that worked for Alpha work for Skunkies. Not not all the same, but. Um, pretty much like you know google ads different things like that that's you know i've learned that that's uh yeah that's been able to transition over um you know running different locations or like a, a few trucks uh in you know in phoenix and then running more trucks in vancouver it's the same same idea like it's this like i know it's a different service timing's different uh all those things but it's the same concept so i i've just learned that yeah, learn that pretty much. Yeah. So I guess you could see someone like a, a, a Brian Scudamore who goes and makes all these different brands. Like it, you're maybe, I think you're making it sound maybe a bit easier. I guess like the concept is maybe like easy, but it's like all in the implementation and the execution. Like, how do you, okay, you have this business in a box. I think the challenge now is how do you go find, you know, 10, 20, 30 people to like, buy in and operate it and yeah, deal with them. Absolutely. And that's where we're that's sort of where we're getting to and that'll be the next um <laughs> the next mountain to go up. Um mm. so yeah I mean it it hasn't been all like 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 easy, right? Like we've I mean when we went to Phoenix I had this, you know, we had a marketing plan. We had uh, there was some marketing stuff that we tried. Um, you know, we uh, for instance we had called we called a thousand businesses. I hired a company to do that. Uh, we, you know, did some telemarketing to some areas. Um, we had, yeah, some other stuff that we hired that company for, and we we got one job. <laughs> it was yeah. a total failure, right? Yeah. But it, again, it taught me, and I'll never do that again. So, <laughs> so it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you kind of learn when you scrape your knee and learn what what works. But again, I think like you have enough history behind you with the carpet cleaning, you kind of know what works what's a good investment and and maybe where's you know the best to not spend your your advertising dollars yeah yeah definitely a, a better vision of that now for sure okay okay um can this is a bit of a curveball but can you maybe tell us how you went about hiring uh like i guess as your general manager in phoenix is that also like i i guess i saw something on social that you guys won a, an award out in uh, i think it was your phoenix location uh, was, was that uh, Irving? In, yeah, in Dallas, Dallas. Uh, in Dallas, sorry. Was that uh, was that a franchisee specific award, or was that like a GM? Or tell us a bit about that. I uh, know that was like a company corporate 
like company, but that was, um, but Mike, who's uh, in that location running that, um, yeah, he's been, he's been doing that for about a year with us. Um, and yeah, so that was, so yeah, he's been doing the day-to-day -day stuff and uh, he's been on the truck as well. And, um, and so that, yeah, so he's sort of, you know, giving the credit to him for the awesome service he's been doing. How, how important is it, Andrew, in in-home services is finding that hands-on operator? Because I like, I might have you read totally wrong, but I feel like you're not, you're more like the systems, the biz development, the marketing, the hiring, all those other 49 tasks. How important is it having that like hands-on front person who can like deal with the crews or jump in if there's a sick call? Can you tell us a bit about that for guys who are looking to scale their business to the next level? Yeah, it's finding it's, you know, for like, I mean, I'm like, I know, say, for instance, in Phoenix, you know, I know Ron, like Ronnie Pedregon, he's running, he's running Phoenix. And I know that he knows how to just take care of it. Like he'll deal with the problem. Like a guy will show up sick and, or will not show up, sorry. And, and he'll just, he'll figure it out. He'll get somebody else in. He'll get the jobs done. It's important. Like, uh, to find that dedication in somebody that believes in your vision with you and that uh, mm -hmm. you want to give an opportunity to like so I'm I'm all for that like when I when I hired Ronnie he was working with me on the truck and then you know again he ended up running Phoenix um, and that's exciting to me that uh, you know somebody yeah. will will do that so I think it's one of the few industries man where you can like almost get yourself promoted like pretty quickly it's like Absolutely. say that say that server in that restaurant that you hired it's like could they become the gm of that restaurant like they probably could but it would probably take like at least 10 years i feel like where like in home services you're like slinging junk and it's like the next monday you're the crew lead and in like a year you could be it's like such a fast um uh climb up the ladder and i think that almost coincides with where our society is going in an amazon economy like i don't think people are super patient to like climb the corporate ladder over two or three decades like i think that's something we could be selling more as entrepreneurs in in the home service space it's like rapid growth promotions you can like create your own job like my guy now running our field teams was a was a lead technician a year ago and i've worked with him helped him and like grown him uh and i think like sky's the limit when you get somebody really good and bought in that's a great great point yeah like you know with home services like it's uh yeah you can really move up especially with that dedication and showing that leadership um mm -hmm. and yeah absolutely you're right though and probably in another job like that restaurant it would take years um, and you have to, it has to be a certain way to get there. And, and with uh, home services, uh, you can move up a lot faster. Yeah. Totally. Um, so let's segue, uh, Andrew, into like, it's super cool what you're doing. Tell us about like the days that aren't so good, the challenges of being uh, a home service entrepreneur. You're, you're not like two weeks into this here. You've got 17 years of carpet cleaning, skunkies, junk is on the rise. So uh, tell us a, a couple challenges that you've had to deal with or kind of warn our viewers what what they're signing up for because some people are starting their business this month and uh, what 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 kind of ride are they in for? Yeah, I mean I've I've had a lot like you know um, whether it's from like I mean even yesterday we had we had two trucks break down in Vancouver. Um, so we're rescheduling you know multiple jobs. 
um, you know, and then there's a problem problem in Phoenix. Uh, you know, there's just like you can have it can be multiple things. Um, I don't get caught up in it. I just like um, I just try and solve the problem. Um, years ago, I'd probably be more like I'd want to jump in and get on the truck myself and fix it. And now I just sit back and I'm like, okay, how can we fix this? Like, you know, thinking about it that way. But yeah, there's a lot of, there's there's lots of days like that. Like, you know, especially when you've got multi, you know, different people at, you know, different jobs. Like, you know, if you think about it, you've got, you know, guys in Phoenix going to houses, guys in Dallas and then in Vancouver and something will happen at some point, right? Well, you know, how, whatever that is, whether it's with the truck or a mistake that we make, or, or just um, you know so, somebody being unreasonable, uh, that's just yeah. something that, yeah. <laughs> so it's not all it's not all sunshine and rainbows and lollipops. No, absolutely not. No, but uh, but I, uh, you get a thicker skin, that's for sure. Especially, and you, I think you sort of have to know where you want to go, right? Because there's nothing wrong with being a single operator. You can make great money doing that and have a really good business, but um, you sort of need to know where you want to go. Yeah. Do you? Do you? I mean, I know you've mentored a number of people too. Do you find that pretty common in home services? Is people like thinking, "Oh, we just need to grow," like almost for growth's sake, to, to say, "Like, oh, I have so many trucks on the road," or like, do you do you find that's a common problem? People don't define like what they actually want from their business that they end up working being a slave in it for two decades is, is that a common thing you see all the time yeah all the time yeah you're right i mean you get a lot of guys that uh yeah they're constantly you know they have a vision and it's the more trucks the better um mm -hmm. that's not my that's not a vision anymore it's more about uh it doesn't matter the amount of trucks that you have it's like yeah. it's the business that you're growing and what do you want to see with that and how yeah so yeah, re I I heard the quote revenue for vanity and profit for sanity. And it's like you almost like need to remind yourself of that every day. You know, even starting talks like these, it's like the first question: Oh, how many trucks do you have? Wow, so amazing! But it's like, yeah. what's actually behind those trucks? Like, because there's a lot of struggle with that, and it doesn't always mean that it's necessarily like a a better business. No, not at all. I mean, I've been I've I've had it even with Alpha where we've had. You know, when I started with one truck and and got to two and then it was really, yeah, it was really profitable at that level. Then we went to a lot more than that and, yeah. it, and it wasn't um, at that level. But, you know, I mean, we, you, yeah, it's just how you're running it and you're, it's just a learning curve. But I think yeah. people working with you on your coaching, it's like, if I could have done, if I could have done that 15 years ago, I'd be way more ahead. Like I wouldn't have had to make those certain mistakes that that you just that didn't need to be made. Um, I mean, I'm I'm I don't regret that, but at this point, but um, you can fast forward a lot quicker working with the right people. Yeah, and I think that's where like our society is going. Like I said too, like people want things like immediately, and I think for these guys who start, guys and girls who start, you either have more time or you have more money. Like I would imagine how you're building skunkies is probably different than how you built out. Like for me, when I started painting, we're door knocking, like getting so mm -hmm. scrappy, started revive, same thing. But I think if I like in a year or two, if I had to go start a fill in the blank business, I would probably go and hire like 
two or three key people and now feeling life what it's like with an actual ops manager running things it's like man this what was i doing but it's like you always make decisions i think for your given situation uh and i think you you grow over time too um but you're right man myself there been there too like so many lessons you learn like one key one i've been thinking on a lot is just like pricing your services uh, effectively yeah. like you you really only want to be winning like 40 45 percent of your bids maybe yeah. uh, otherwise you you should crank your pricing up because like i've looked at our calendar before it's full of jobs that are priced way too tight and then you're not like stoked to come into work so yeah it's it's, it's true i remember like you know i was looking back a while ago when we first started i was looking like 65 bucks or minimum and now it's 200 there's yeah. like it's just yeah it's totally it's yeah it's just it's funny how the thinking at that time but but uh yeah again it's just a learning learning thing mm -hmm. yeah 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 everybody's on the journey You're, but it's just like i find the internet has brought so much knowledge and connection to people like i have friends now from all over the states so it's like you know 20 years ago that just wasn't a thing uh, yeah. So it's it is like pretty cool the power of the internet for connection and community and also just learning. Absolutely. Um, so tell us where uh, a couple last questions here. We're almost at time, but tell us um, where Skunky's heading and uh, what is next year. I know you said Vancouver's on the horizon and and up and coming, but maybe like more high level, three years, five years. What what's the the master plan you're? Big dream is like we'll be in every U.S. and Canadian city, every big city. Um, over the next um, number of months, we'll be working on the process of like you know the franchising, getting that really that system down. Because so I think we've already proven it going to Phoenix and and that like proven that we we can do it. Like even running like a location, like I was still able to do more revenue in my first year than I did at Alpha when I was running it here because I learned so much. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, so I think that will that's gonna that's helping us. But um, uh, over the next while, we'll, we'll we're hoping to start franchising by the summer, and we've got okay. two interested parties right now that want to like literally want to take on a couple cities. Um, but again, we want to sort of walk before we run. We want to make sure we have those systems down to support that, and uh, and we're getting closer. We're, you know, we're we're not there yet, hundred percent, but we're getting closer. So yeah, over we'd like to sell a few locations next year, as well as working on our process, and then we'd like to just run from there. So that's really cool, man. Um, that's a huge vision. Every you said every city, every metropolitan area in in the states and in Canada. Yeah, and you know it's funny. I was like, it's it's you know when me and my partner Mike started this, you know we had that vision, but. Uh, it's it's way harder than you would think yeah. to get there, like way harder and so the partners that we've taken on you know one of them owns an education company across canada and uh you know a couple of the other guys are you know are, yeah into some really big business and um with the right partners like this is different this time like this this is like really it's more thought out it's not just trying to start you know skunkies in a city and get it to one truck to you know 250 300,000 our first year like you know it's it's like it's like this is more of a structured system and i could not do it alone i don't yeah certain skills that i lack in those areas and they make up for that and they're taking on certain things that yeah i just shouldn't be doing i should be focusing on what what i'm good at so it's yeah it's, it's good i'm excited yeah.
what what are a couple of your ninja skills just to tell everybody like you said you have partners to fill where you're weak um what what's kind of the two things that if is like your sweet spot your what jim collins says your hedgehog concept like what if you could do that all day what what would those two things be putting you on the spot here oh yeah <laughs> how can i answer that yeah um if i look back at everything uh my relationships so i think it would be working with the franchisees and, and heading that up, um, you know, because I, I think like it's sort of, you know, with buying these businesses out, um, that's something I just, I love it. I love working out the deal. I love, you know, like, you know, we had a contractor before. I love working with independent guys, working things out, um, you know, so I think people skills and, and those relationships I've got, you know, yeah, that's something that uh, is probably one of my strengths. Um, mm -hmm. Another strength? <laughs> uh, yeah, give us one more. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, it's probably the same thing, but building a team, building a yeah. team around it, um, yeah. and making sure that, uh, yeah, I'm hiring the right people to help me in the areas that I'm not uh, you know, necessarily the strongest in. Yeah. Totally, man. I, I think you're pretty like systems driven too. Is that, would that be accurate to say? Like, obviously you've scaled your carpet cleaning. That doesn't just, you don't just throw a guy in a truck and like la-di-da, but uh, you know, you got to have some, some backend system. So I feel like you were probably like the driver behind the, the systems in alpha, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah, definitely. But again, I would hire, you know, there's been people all along the way that have yeah. helped me sort of get there. And, mm -hmm. you know, I've gotten co coaching before I've gotten, like, I really believe in that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, my, yeah, even my partner, Mike, I mean, he's, we're always, he's always coaching me. He's, you know, a mentor. He's always, yeah. you know, working things out and it would suck to do it alone. Like, yeah, that's why I really be believe in, in, uh, yeah, like getting a mentor and a, and a coach and all that. So totally, man. Um, that's, uh, that's awesome. So tell us, Andrew, leave us with, um, uh, you know, your, your best way to reach out to you. Maybe tell us a bit about the franchising opportunity too. I know we're going to have viewers here in Canada, but also throughout the States that are entrepreneurial driven, uh, people in their network, like what, who's your like ideal person you're, you're looking for the next, you know, say 18 months. Yeah, I mean, for like, you know, a business owner that an entrepreneur that wants um, to work as a team and wants support. Um, yeah, and has that drive, like whether or not they've owned a business, uh, it doesn't that doesn't matter. But you have that you have that itch, you know, that <laughs> that entrepreneur's yeah. itch that you're just uh, yeah, that that's the kind of person that we're looking for more of a business owner that sees that vision not mm -hmm. just not just somebody looking for a job because it mm -hmm. just doesn't it just doesn't work that way um so yeah that would be you know the type of person we're looking for absolutely and, okay. and they can reach out at uh, andrew at skunkiesjunk.com or go to skunkiesjunk.com and or call 844 skunkies <laughs> nice yeah. i'll tell you what man i think you guys have really nailed it with the name i'm just like that you there's something about a memorable name and I'm like, man, skunkies. It's like you think of a skunk and it's like kind of stinky and junk and garbage. It's just like, yeah. did you come up with that name or was that someone on? 
you know, I called, so when I was trying to come up with the, like an idea of what we were going to do, I remember I called my business partner. This was a week after we met and I said, I just picked up the phone and I'm like, junk removal. That's, that's what we're going to do. He's like, all right, junk removal. And then he calls me a couple of days later and he's like, skunkies. <laughs> and I'm like, no, come on, Mike, that sounds dumb. Right. And I thought about yeah. it. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, actually, it's really, I think it's really good. And yeah. so we, we trademarked it across Canada and the U.S. And uh, wow. um, so, yeah, I, I love the name. I, I love it. It's just when I first heard it, I was, um, it just, it was different, right? And and so, but I'm it, a believer. So. <laughs> difference good. Difference good, man. Like Seth Godin's Purple Cow. I was talking to uh, uh, someone yesterday on a talk about that and just like, it, it's almost like um, it, it's almost like childish, but it's also like that's what like you believe and you remember. And it's like those are if you look at home service trucks, like we're redoing our branding for the coming season, and we hired a professional to build us a cartoon of our uh, of our revived guy. We called him Kenny Clean It, and we're gonna put him on all the trucks uh, as we keep growing. And I'm like it's a cartoon. It's kind of silly, but it's like, it's memorable and people see it. And I think that's where like our branding uh, is going in home services. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it definitely, like, it definitely works. Um, you know, we'll get, we'll be, the guys will be at a gas station and people will go over to the truck and take a photo of it, or we'll be driving down the highway and people yeah. take photos of, of the truck. Um, Cause it's just loud. It's just, you just yeah. see it right when it's coming down the road and, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, while we're on the topic, um, is there anything else that really makes the business different? Because I mean, you set it off the top, like, oh, there's so many junk companies. And for us, like power washing, there's so many power washing companies. Like, I think that is one thing that we in home services, we do need to like differentiate ourselves and make ourselves different. So I think you've hit it on the head with the brand and the name. Is there any other one or two things that your elevator pitch like makes you different. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I mean, everybody's like focusing on the charity aspect of it. Um, you know, so does that make us totally different? Not really. I think we're just packaging something that um, has been done, but it's fun. It's like Disneyland. It's a fun business. It's a cool name. Uh, it's constantly giving back. To give you an example, David, when in Phoenix, like our trucks are, you know, they're pretty big, they're 18 cubic yards. So it, it would be like having six or seven to eight regular pickup loads. And mm -hmm. we donate that every single day to charity. So we're donating to like the Salvation Army, Goodwill, you know, Habitat for Humanity, St. Vincent de Paul, you know, all those kind of uh, places. So it's, you know, that aspect of giving back, um, you know, helps make us different. That's, that's our, like the, all the partners, that's everybody's intention is, mm -hmm. you know, just to be a company that really gives back and it's not all about, you know, profit. I mean, I would agree about that, but it's, it's not all about that. It's about giving back. So. Man, I didn't know that. That's awesome. So um, you're just saying the a truck full is comparison. Like you take away, a whole bunch of loads but you kind of do you like hand pick out what is good and donatable or how does that work yeah so i mean we might do like say in a state or something like that somebody's um you know passed away and they their family's like going through all their stuff and we might go in and just remove everything um and then we just take it right to a donation center right away okay. um and so 
yeah, that's it's it's really cool. Um, and the nice thing is, is we also give tax receipts for those. Wow. So somebody will donate, like say a truckload, and you know, say our price is six hundred bucks for the truck, um, you know, for picking that up. Um, but they can also, you know, write it as a tax write-off that it was a few thousand dollars in in items um, that they donated. Wow. So that's like I absolutely love that part of it, and it and it shows by like we have in two years we have eight hundred five-star reviews between Dallas wow. and Phoenix. I don't wow. even have even close to that in Vancouver. Like I've only got like, you know, it's not even close. Um, so it's just that aspect of giving back is like I think it really resonates. Um, it's probably not the best answer and like what makes us a hundred percent different. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it is, man. So just to be clear, you're taking away people's junk, um, you know, giving them space back in their home and you're also uh, donating those items to charity, helping mm -hmm. a great cause. And then you're not only that, you're turning around giving the homeowner a tax receipt for uh, their stuff. So it's like that, I cannot think of a more like triple win for everybody. Uh, yeah. And I almost feel like dumb asking, but has this not been done before? Like, it just seems like yeah, that's- People are, yeah, I mean, a lot of the big companies, they're donating, they're, you know, they're doing that. Um, it's just for me, I'm like, oh, I love this because I love to give back. And mm -hmm. this is a way that's like, you know, we've got a truckload of furniture. Oh, let's not sell it. Let's just, let's just give it to a charity. Mm -hmm. Like that's, this is our business and, and this is what we want to do with it. Um, so yeah, but definitely there's companies out there that are doing it for sure. But with the tax receipt, I've never heard of that. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like with Canada, we're looking at that. I heard we could do it. And so we'll, I'll definitely be figuring that out. Cause I'm, I mean, we're going to be donating every day to charities. Um, yeah. But uh, in the States, yeah, you can literally, we actually carry like tax receipts from Goodwill or Salvation wow. Army. Every time we drop something off, we pick up tax receipts. And it, think of, if you think about it, say somebody's getting back, I, I don't know what the exact number is, but 35% of what they've given. So mm -hmm. if they're claiming $2,000, they're getting back 700 of that. Um, wow. So it's like the service just pays for itself. And yep. um, most customers see that. It's interesting. I, maybe I read your website too fast, man, but I didn't see anything about that. I'm like, that's yeah, a huge. It's all, it's all being, yeah, it's all being re redone. Where we like okay. the the whole like message. So by February first, it'll be totally redone. Okay. And it's going to have that sort of messaging behind it that you know that's what we're we're not like uh, you know we're not focusing. We want to be known as a company that's giving back. It's not like a. Uh, that's all our focus is going to be why you want to hire us, but um, it'll be a big, it'll be a big focus of it. So. Yeah, man, I think in a world where everything's seemingly equal, it's something that, you know, makes you different. But I also think you can just see in talking to you how like charged up you are about this new initiative. So I think it comes from leadership from you, one of the owners, and it will, I think you'll naturally attract like franchisees who really want to share in that, mission uh one thing we haven't even talked about is like the whole environmental side is like you're not just dumping this down the lane in a landfill you're actually like going for round two and donating it it's just like incredible yeah. stuff. And we're we're going to like recyclers and getting you know and being able to recycle the metal not just throwing it in the landfill there's other mm -hmm. recycling stuff that we can do as well with electronics and cardboard and all that so we're we're also doing that 
um, as well. So yeah, it's a great like you're you know you're you're helping the environment, you know uh, you know you're giving every day. I'm I'm a numbers guy, so I like I'm always like okay if we're say we're giving like eight truckloads like regular pickup loads a day and times that by five, <laughs> you know by fifty two. It's it's a lot actually. It's yeah. It's uh, I don't know what they're selling it for when we're giving it back, but um, it's to me it's so exciting. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's amazing. Uh, a couple of comments, and I got to let you go here. But um, Rob said crazy amount of reviews. You said you're are you using any sort of review uh, management, or is this just like your technicians asking? Here's the Google link. Boom. Like, are you I've are seen you try before? Uh, okay. Yeah, and that was like yeah, it was really really good. The new software we're gonna be using for scheduling. Uh, there's yep. a way to set it up on there where it's gonna ask for reviews. Um, so we're gonna, like everybody moving forward, everybody that's doing a job will get asked. And But yeah, that's how we're doing it. But um, it really, yeah, does it ever work? Like it yeah. really does. But this, it has to be, um, this is the difference between a carpet and duct cleaning company and yep. a junk company. Junk, everyone, I was like so happy. You, you came in, you took all their crap away. You know you're gonna, you know, so they're happy about that. Um, you know, with other services, there can be more. There's a lot more to, a lot more detail to it. Like you know, there's a stain on the carpet. So, you know, you're not, you know, we're you're not as like, um, you're not pushing as many reviews on that. To be honest, like that's yeah, that's, yeah. It, it's funny you say that, man, because we've just noticed that in uh, like we're running this season, we're just finishing up now, but gutter cleaning Christmas slice. It's like you go to clean someone's gutters, you might as well be like, you know, cleaning their roof or it's like who wants to pay 15 grand for a new roof? Like you don't get the enjoyment out of that versus like someone pays us six, seven hundred bucks, gets their front of their house done with Christmas lights. It's like, man, Revive just brought Christmas to me. We're so happy. Yeah. tip for the guys uh let like let me write you a review santa's in town like it's just like awesome. it's such a such a different vibe from like just cleaning and then i think what you're getting at is like training for the technical aspect like if if someone really told you like you'll get you know x amount of money if you have to go hire 100 people to haul junk versus 100 people to like come in and clean my egyptian rugs and diagnose the stains it's like you'd be so much better in option number one, just cause it's easier to train. Absolutely. And yeah, cause uh, like uh, for carpets, I mean, you could, we could train somebody for six months cause you might be cleaning like a really expensive sofa or like there's different cleaning solutions for each thing. And, and mm -hmm. so it takes a lot more training. Yeah. You're, you're gonna, so what's the structure then going forward? Like you're gonna keep alpha going, um, yeah, you know, okay. running keep keep it going and then build uh skunkies with the growth trajectory kind of going going yeah. national alpha will stay sort of how it is right now we're going to continue to work on things i've got you know goals this year of where we want to be at you know uh, revenue wise we want to increase i mean we were down a little bit from the pandemic for sure um so we want to be at a certain level next year with alpha um we're going to run skunkies uh stuff out of this office so i'm i'm here you know able to uh to manage both very uh, you know within the same area um so yeah that's that's sort of where it's gonna go out and you said vancouver does are you meaning like surrey langley white rock or are you like really meaning vancouver oh, oh yeah the lower mainland 
Cool. Yeah. And we should figure out, we should chat more and do maybe some marketing with the launch. Cause um, I know our, yeah. our customers, we, we don't have a specific junk company. We refer, we refer you guys on carpet cleaning already. So I feel like there could be some good crossover there. Absolutely. No, let's do something. Sure. Uh, last bonus questions from uh, Mr. Kenneth. This is a this is a tough one for you. What color uniforms help put customers most at ease? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a little bit subjective, but yeah. Um, at Alpha, we've got black shirts with uh, you know our our logo on them. Um, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, that's a hard question to answer. Um, yeah. This, you know, this shirt, I think it's it's bright. It's, you know, the skunkies thing. It's it's uh, definitely like we we we're, we had collared ones before, um, but with junk removals, it can seriously get pretty dirty. Um, yeah. And so we want to be able to just, you know, throw on another shirt quick. And and yeah. uh, so we just go with this this kind of one. But yeah, it's probably not the best answer, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. I would agree, man. I think what you've already mentioned is like having your brand stand out um, in a world that's really noisy, I think. And I think colors and the name and the logo kind of all like contribute to that, what what you've got to offer. So what, I mean, I've got friends that run companies that have blue or red or so it's like, I, I don't think it matters too, too much as long as they're all like tightly knit together representing your brand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, cool, man. I'm going to let you run, but, um, just so the viewers know, um, Andrew will be franchising as of next summer, you said, right? Yep. So, and you, you've already got a ton of interest. So reach out. You said Andrew at skunkiesjunkremoval.com. Uh, Andrew at skunkiesjunk.com. Sorry, Andrew at skunkiesjunk.com. I'm going to be posting your contact info, Andrew, on this interview. Uh, as it as it floats around on YouTube and Facebook and LinkedIn, so hit Andrew up, um, and uh, he'll uh, he'll fill you up with with wisdom. Maybe you need uh, help with your home service business too. I'm sure he'd be uh, be happy to connect, as he has been uh, so gracious with me. Uh, Andrew, thanks for uh, your time telling us about Alpha Carpet Cleaning, telling us about Skunky's Junk Removal. Uh, we're definitely going to get you back on the show here. Um, and I think you've left everyone with a lot of knowledge. I know we deviated from the script quite a bit as what happens in a good in-depth conversation. So um, thanks for your time this Friday and uh, we'll, we'll be tagging you up here and, and sharing it around so as many viewers can see it because we're all in this fight together, guys, building our home service businesses. So uh, Andrew, thanks again, man. You're a, a total rock star. Yeah, take care. Thanks, David. Yeah, see you later. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.